Hi, Lance Meekle, Founder and Managing Director of Generational, your pathway to wealth, health, and leaving a legacy. You're listening to the Family Office with Lance Meekle podcast, the podcast for those that are seeking a way of living that is healthier, enables you to be wealthier, and live your life whilst leaving behind a legacy. On this podcast, you're going to hear from people that understand the results of collaboration, synergies, wealth, and freedom that only a family office can produce. Family offices are the only entity that unites families and implements intergenerational wealth transfer and purpose, and Generational is the out-in-front leader to assist you. In the podcast, I'll make sure you have all the resources you need to move forward to having wealth, health, and leaving a legacy. So to get started, go to our website, genmfo.com, that's G-E-N-M-F-O.com, where you'll get heaps of free insights, you can request a free e-guide to get answers to all of your questions, and while on the website, visit our YouTube channel and watch our videos. For more amazing episodes, go to genmfo.podbean.com, that's G-E-N-M-F-O.podbean.com, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or your favourite podcast app. If you want to join our community and gain access to the patriarchs and matriarchs that I work with around the world, subscribe to my podcast. In the short term, if you wish to get started straight away, contact me personally via LinkedIn so we can get started. So thanks for spending some time with me listening to this episode of Tax Liens in the United States. Tax liens are nebulous investments because people hear about high interest rates and potential properties for cents on the dollar, but it's really a legal matter. Now let's jump into your dose of practical family office information. My co-host today is Melanie Finnegan. I hope I've pronounced that right. We'll soon find out. Melanie is the CEO and founder of Tax Lean Wealth Solutions, which she started in 2017. Melanie is a woman winning in the financial world. She is a subject matter expert on tax liens. Her passion is in adding value to other people's lives. Melanie is the first female to become a certified tax lien professional by the National Tax Lien Association, the governing organisation over the tax lien industry in the United States. Melanie started her career in tax liens in 2008, so she certainly got some experience. She perfected her tax lien strategy in 2013. When I say perfected a strategy, the target returns for hands-off investors of the tax lien wealth solutions is 14% a year net after fees. Phenomenal. The returns have averaged closer to 23% a year from 2013 to 2019 net after fees. And there are numerous offerings which we'll talk about that Melanie and Melanie's business tax lien wealth solutions can offer. So Melanie, welcome to Family Office with Lance Beekle Podcast. Hey, Lance, thank you so much. You did pronounce my name perfectly. So thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to have you co-hosting today. Uh, So if we can, can we get started by you telling our amazing audience a bit about yourself and your pathway to where you are with both tax liens and tax lien wealth solutions? Yes, absolutely. So um, when we say tax liens, I just want to make a clarification here. So these are property tax liens. Um, obviously we need to pay property taxes in order to, um, you know, pay our government entities such as police officers, schools, teachers, such as, you know, things like that. So each counties, um, in each state has to have a budget and meet that. How I got involved in it, um, is kind of a Cinderella story. I was just very much looking for a paycheck. I was a single mom, very stereotypical single mom looking for a job close to home, trying to put food on the table for my son. 
Um, and he, or excuse me, and I got an opportunity to be in sales as a portfolio, as a portfolio manager in tax liens. And I was wow. scared out of my mind, um, <laughs> but, but said yes, um, just because Good. I was anxious to get doing and moving and going forward with something. Um, ended up being the greatest opportunity of my life. So I took it. Um, the reason that I became passionate about it is I was working with everyday people um, and the journey was helping them. I saw I was helping them with their retirement funds. I was able to reach across the table and, and you know, look at regular people and, and, and be able to provide value to their life um, and establish relationships that are second to none to me. Uh, so I just I just became passionate about it and decided I needed to rather than being, um, you know, uh, a liability, which I was never a liability. I wanted to maintain an asset status to the client and be happy that I wanted them to be happy that they, they were involved with me in business. And so I took the bull by the horn and grew very quickly in my in the company that I was working for um, and became the face of their company and was traveling all over the United States and presenting my strategy um, because I had developed a strategy that we that's actually gone in, you know international we've taken it global um, but it has yeah and we're, and we're going to talk to that soon Melanie so I look yeah. forward to, uh, look forward to fleshing that that out well that's that's kind of and then in 2017 2016 I just saw some mishandling of funds by the owners and I knew I couldn't be a part of it, um, and it scared me. And so I said to myself, and I'd never done business before. I didn't know I had an entrepreneurial mind. Um, naivety is bliss, actually, and so is ignorance. Because had I known, I'm not sure that I would have done it because it was very – but I'm so glad that I did it, right? It was life-changing. Um, so that's where we are, and it's, it's, we're constantly adding new people and also adding – you know, new, new processes and things to, to absolutely take our technology to new levels and allow these people to, you know, communicate with us in all assets, on all facets. Yeah. And from what you're saying there, what I'm hearing there, and I'm sure our audience is hearing exactly the same, Melanie, at the core, it's a return, it's a product, but at the core is people and the tech is tools. Would that be fair? Absolutely. And I appreciate you acknowledging that. Yes. Yeah. Um, can you share with the audience how our, because I, I like to be uh, transparent with the audience. I like people to have authenticity, uh, big believer in look through um, for people to know exactly on a, on a clean page as to how and when people come around and what's, are there any vested interests behind the scenes and all that sort of thing. Um, how did our two businesses connect? So how did, how did we reach out uh, and connect with Tax Lean, Wealth Solutions and Generational? Oh, great. Yes. So, I have an employee that actually, it's so funny, um, his name is Howard, and he uh, was a client. He came on board, he listened to one of my podcasts, he came on board with us and became a client, and he was asking several questions, and let me be honest with you guys, he was constantly asking questions via email, and I was constantly responding, and I normally would get frustrated at something like that, <laughs> because because. I was managing his funds and we have quarterly meetings and things like that. But I was intrigued by his questions because they were intelligent and they were the questions that I would hope uh, a savvy investor would be asking. And so I continued to work to answer his questions and go through things. And he then, and then I had responded to him and said in a kind of a cheeky way, you know, saying, Hey, 
you want to come work for me now or what? You want to take over? <laughs> and kind of being cheeky and doggone it, Howard came on board with me, kind of pushed himself a little bit on the company and I couldn't be happier. Um, he reached out to you. He decided to dial some podcasts for me because I'd already done several podcasts. Um, I have an agent that does them for me, but how he wanted to take it to a different level and the guy's a go-getter. I'm, I'm one of the luckiest, luckiest employers ever to have him on believe in me and then be on board with me for sure. Yeah, well, there's a lot in that. Um, well, before I forget, let's do the plug for the podcast. What's the show? What's so, some of the shows? Oh, the I've done, I've done um, MC Lobster's show. I've done um, Invest Florida. It's just several U- U.S. podcasts. Um, uh, you know, you know Cashflow Ninja, I'm sure, don't you? Yes. That yes. one is the one that put me on the map. Fabulous. Yeah. And I think it's really important that people get a sense of your background. That's why I asked that question. It's really good for the audience to get a sense of how authentic you are, how raw, how real, how transparent. Um, and, and in that delivery, that narrative you just gave us, Melanie, what a what a beautiful, what a beautiful um, accolade and testimonial for yourself, for your business, that a client becomes an employee. Absolutely fabulous. Well it's done. It's my third client that's become an employee too. So thank you. I do. I don't yeah, have much beautiful. pride. I, I'm very humble, but when it comes to that, I take a lot of pride in that because it's kind of unheard of. Yeah. Um, and one of the clients hadn't even made money yet doing it. Um, and she yeah. just, she did the exact same thing and became kind fabulous. of a gift to the business. So yeah, and how he's been good for me to interact and touch and communicate with in the background. Uh, these things don't just happen, as you know. It takes people to put them together. And it absolutely he's, does. He's been fabulous. So that's um, wonderful. All right, into tax liens. I want to know a bit more about and I want our audience to start gleaning a bit more about. Um, so what is the, let's talk about your business if we can. What is the core focus of tax lien wealth solutions? We've talked about Melanie. What is the core focus of tax lien wealth solutions? So Tax Lien Wealth Solutions is a place where they not only can learn about how to invest in property tax liens and tax lien certificates, um, it also is we have the ability and we have portfolio where we can get them invested. So we, I wanted to set myself apart and I did not want to just charge education, education, education. I wanted to make people money um, by, by getting them actually invested and being able to manage portfolios for them and buying from the secondary market which is just an additional market um, from the tax lead investment um, and get and capitalize there. So I learned everything I could about that. And we have three different programs and um, we're putting together a fourth. Um, but yeah, we just go in and we, we make sure people are understood and understand the processes, but then we also get them, they get to buy from our inventory and get their portfolios managed with us as well. You you mentioned there, Melanie, um, secondary market, I heard you say. So clearly there must be a primary market by definition. So can can you go to both of those for the audience and explain what's in it for me? So if you're in the audience and you're thinking, okay, I'm on the hook, I'm interested, I'm open ears, I'm listening, maybe, um, why would I, what are the pros and cons primary market? What are the pros and cons of secondary market, please? So pros, there's, well, getting invested in tax liens are just a pro. So what happens is in the 1800s, and I am going to give you just a little bit of a history lesson, but I'll go for it. 
Okay, you cool. I'll be, I'll be super quick. But in the <laughs> 1800s, this is one thing the U.S. government did really well. They know how to get their money, right? They just know <laughs> how to get their money. And so they created something that really has not been changed. Um, what it is, is each homeowner needs to pay a annual tax bill, property tax bill that goes to those budgets that I said. And if that tax bill is not paid, they have to recoup, recoup that cost or else we would have a floundering United States, um, you know, government entities. We wouldn't have the police force that we have. We wouldn't have the hospitals. We have all sorts of things that, you know, the potholes in the stoplights. It goes to all of that. So if those budgets aren't met, we'd have bankruptcies all over the states. And so what they did is said, hey, I know, let's let's make sure that we put together a program where we get incentivize people with outside cash and outside money to come in and pay off these property tax bills. And the property owner will have to, the penalty is the interest rate. So in Florida is where I live in Utah, but we focus in Florida and their mandated interest rate is 18% per year for, to the investor and the property owner is the one that has to pay that penalty. So the county facilitates everything, but the property owner is the one that's held liable. After a couple of years, if that property owner has not paid any of those taxes and you still haven't collected on it as the investor, you now have the power to file what's called the, the tax deed application, which is a foreclosure. And you could essentially this, now let me be very, very careful with my words. Only 99, or excuse me, only 0.1% of these Tax, property tax liens turn into this, but you file for foreclosure and you either force the money loose and you shake the money loose and the property owner says, ah, I'm threatened, I'm going to pay, or you get a property and um, that property will usurp mortgage, it usurps everything but U.S. IRS tax liens. So the strategy there, clearly you, I'm, 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 I'm gleaning that Tax Lien Wealth Solutions doesn't onboard people whose language is heavy towards, I want to pick up a property cheaply. Would that be fair? Absolutely. But we still file foreclosure on everything because we're able to maximize yeah. our return and compound monies because we like to turn the monies over quickly yeah. in a year. So primary and secondary, that's the, that's the structure of tax liens, what I'm, so, um, yeah, what I'm so hearing. What's the difference? So primary is you go to the auction and it's institutionalized. So regular people like myself um, or probably your listeners, even if they have pretty pretty good uh, pretty good pocketbooks the competition is fierce um, mm -hmm. primary market means that US Bank Deutsche Bank all these institutions are going to go in and capture these properties and they hang on to them well what I do is I broker I have a broker that goes out and creates deals and we buy in bulk from the banking institutions and all of that on the secondary market and turn around and sell those to our clients Wow because they are yeah. not in the business of filing foreclosure. They are in the business of collecting interest, the, the institutions are. So yeah. we go in and do all the other work for them. And it's very easy. It's not like a mortgage foreclosure. Um, it's it's like kind of like shopping on Amazon. You, you add to the cart <laughs> and you check out. It's insane, actually. Um, yeah. But you got to know your stuff. You can't just do that on every property because you can't get upside down on a property and you can't get a property that's a swamp land. So you can't do it on every property. Um, but again, 99.9% .9 of them um, do what's called redeem. And that means the money gets shake, shook loose and the, the investor is paid in full plus interest. Mm, thanks for that. Could you tell me and explain to our audience what TDA is and why it's important to understand? 
Yeah, so TDA is tax deed application. It is just step one in filing the foreclosure. Um, you've got to do be able to do that and have the monies to be able to do that. So it's you have to pay off uh-huh. any additional taxes or anything like that. Um, you know, it could be anywhere from five thousand to ten thousand, you know, and up um, additional. Mm-hmm. Um, and you collect interest on anything that you send to move the investment along. So if you're paying a fee, if you're paying a clerk fee or court fee. Any monies from the time that it's entered that investment actually accrues the interest at one and a half percent per month or 18% per year in Florida. And other states have their own rate. Yep. Yeah. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, there's other states they have, some of them are 12, 13, you know, nine. There's just all different states, but Florida caters to the investor. So just to give you an idea about the United, I want to, I'll tell you guys a secret. The United States has $14 billion in delinquent property taxes every year. Can you believe that? Staggering. Yes, because you're telling me and you've got credentials. Oh my gosh. It's just like, I just, I actually can't even imagine even before, before I I started this industry, you don't, you've got to pay your property taxes, you know? Yeah. Um, but people roll the dice with it. They do that. And so they have to keep this. They, the government entities have got to keep you, you as an investor super safe. Um, yes. And it's because they need you back. Yes. So, clearly. Yep. Yeah. That's a very good insight. Yeah. One of the major risks for an investor, whether they're dealing, you know, whether they're dealing with tax lien wealth solutions, they're having a crack themselves, they think they can do this, whatever it is. What from your expertise as the subject matter expert here, what are the major risks that the investor should be thinking about, whether they expose some capital to tax liens or not? So the major risk is due diligence. So there's a that, that there's a way to assess property. Um, I'm a data analyst. I like to look at data and, you know, run numbers and things like that, create algorithms, things like that, that I have yeah. just so I can run the numbers and see how the, how the property shines for me. Um, and you've got to know that either if you get the property, you've got to know that you're going to have some, you're going to have some uh, equity into that property. You've got to be prepared for acquisition. And if you, and then if you don't want property, you need to know how to do the due diligence that tells you this property will never come to you. The property owner will pay, or it's going to go to go to auction and a real estate investor in the area will pick it up. Okay. So kind of deb- it, I know there's a it, lot of it moving depends. parts. Yeah, yeah, it it depends. Yeah. Well, not if, not if, not if you're using tax lien wealth solutions. <laughs> yeah, that's your, right. Yes, we that's are outsourced. you. <laughs> That's outsourced to the experts. That's why I'm asking these questions because people listening want to have a crack. Uh, it's really cool for you to, to effectively give them the information of the journey that's ahead so they're informed, right? If they if they go forth informed, Absolutely. that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, if they go, if they don't know what they don't know, well, part of podcast is to try, this podcast is to try and educate people and give back freely what's been given to us. So if we can do that, we've done a good job in my opinion. So tell me, can someone outside, you know, let's take uh, down under, the Australian um, continent, the biggest island that we have floating around in the Pacific, uh, can someone from down under or another domicile, wherever people are domicile, can they invest in either tax leads uh, or tax lien wealth solutions? Absolutely. What they, There is a couple of things they need to have. So I learned this very early on when with my first Canadian client. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know that this 
was Canada's north of the United States. Is that right? Yes. (laughs) But they, um, you have to have what's called an ITIN, which is an international tax identification number and a U.S. Mm -hmm. bank account, and we can get you invested. Yeah, or someone has to have the U.S. bank account, yeah? You ha- yes, you have to have – well, the ITIN has to be cor- – it will be a correlated Linked. with your U- U.S. bank yeah. account. So, yep, you have that. You're good to go. I can get anybody the information that they need to get that set up. It's very, very easy. It might take six weeks or so. Um, wow. Sometimes Great. less, sometimes more, just depending on who's got the file in front of them. Um, yes. And and then you can, you can do it, and it opens your doors – um, immensely for you mm, to be ta- yeah. investing here. So, um, one thing about taxings, I'm not sure how down how you guys are doing down under with the recession, or excuse me, with the um, uh, COVID-19 okay. experience that we're having. But tax liens, knock on wood, I do not ever ever wish this. But we are what I what I say is we thrive in a recession. We don't look forward Absolutely. to a recession, no, sure, um, sure. and we don't want it to happen. But we thrive in it. So it's. I, I hate to make this disclaimer or this claim, but it, we, I like to say that it's kind of recession proof. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, so it's part it, of a, it's real estate, right? Real estate thrives and people that yeah, are hurting, so, unfortunately are the last bill they're going to pay is their tax bill. So I'll put my certified financial planner hat on there and make a rule 101 statement around diversification it's a uh, you know it's a it's a very good fit for that part of a portfolio for the hedge of the rainy day diversification. Yeah. Yep, that's what we, um, all of our investors where we want them to be is diversified. So yes. Yeah, and here we go. I'm going to throw this one to you. This is uh, on without notice. So see how we go. Oh no. See how you go with this one, Melanie. <laughs> um, can you walk the audience through, as lay people like myself, to tax liens? Can you walk us through an example of what would happen if we invested? $10,000 of whatever currency that may be, 10,000 you know, euro, 10,000 Australian dollars, 10,000 US dollars, whatever it is. Um, of course, we'd do that via Tax Lean Wealth Solutions. Can you take us through what would happen and how that would work as an example of what the process would be? Yeah, so 10,000, it just depends on what we what our strategy is and or anything like that, but 10,000 may buy you a single tax lien or it could buy you several. Um, we would let's go with a single. Let's okay. let's let's go with the single tax lien. So you'd go and he- go ahead and buy in. We buy you in. You know, like maybe four or five thousand dollars. Get you into the get you into the initial certificate. We'd use the other working capital, um, the remaining five thousand dollars, to file tax deed application. And so all that money would be working for you at once, making me one and a half percent per month or eighteen per year. And then I never will. I I never know. So I cannot tell you timeline or anything like that. So the performance of the certificate is entirely up to the county and to the property owner. Sometimes you get redeemed right when you file foreclosure because the property owner's like, okay, now they're serious. I'm going to, I'm going to pay my bill or it will have to get them. Let's say the property owner doesn't pay. It doesn't automatically go to Melanie, the tax lien investor in Florida. They put it up for deed auction and they start the minimum bid at whatever the investor is into it, plus the interest owed. And then real estate investors in the area go to the live auction and can bid on it. If it doesn't get bid on, then the tax lien investor actually gets the property. Um, but if it does get bid on, obviously you just get your principal plus your interest accrued and we go ahead and redo, get you reinvested again with your interest. So monitorizing that narrative, mm-hmm. Is it fair to glean 
that strictly from an investment return perspective, removing emotion, removing personality, removing property, removing you out of the equation, strictly from a return perspective, is it best for the investor to have that property for up to as long as possible for the redemption period, rather than them going, hey, you know, let's just settle this and get rid of it and pay them one month's worth of interest? Because there are the costs that are diluted by them then having to reinvest into another property as opposed to sitting on a property and holding it for the term? Absolutely not. So that's a great question. So what we're doing, what my strategy, how my strategy, and I, I won't go over with it over the over here, it's just too many moving parts. But what we do is we make sure that we are we, we compound money. So we want interest uh-huh. working for us. So when we get yeah. redeemed, we want to turn that right back out there and put it back in more liens and get your interest working for you. Now, that's the only reason my tenure is 23.7. I wouldn't just get that on an 18% year, a year with fees or anything like that associated with it, but it's because I've been able to compound interest and gain. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks for that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know the answer to that. So it wasn't a rhetorical question. I was uh, giving you that question Thank without you. any no. notice. So <laughs> I was interested myself, and I'm sure the audience is sitting there hearing that and asking the same question of themselves. If I wanted to do this myself, can you tell me Tax Lean Wealth Solutions? So we've got this business. It's allegedly got Melanie, subject matter expert, certainly got the cred, got certification. Um, What is it that you and or your business do or your team, uh, some of them ex-clients, which is fabulous, what is it that you do that's different for other providers or me doing it myself? So I am the only one that does this in the nation that has this type of business, um, secondary. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's been really cool. Um, but what you, we have it, we have two different programs that actually one is called a active investor and that's the do it yourselfer. They have to go in through my learning portal, utilize the resources and things I've in there and also get the certification. It's fairly easy, but over the course of seven, eight years, I found that I needed to make sure that my clients knew certain things specific so they had accountability um, when they're doing it themselves. So that's, they have to go get their, do it your, they have to go get their certification on my website and that's, that's, we, we charge an annual fee on that um, or excuse me, charge a one-time fee on that. And then um, once they get their certification, they can purchase through our um, inventory and they're assigned what's called a portfolio manager that will assist and guide if they need be. Or we have the hands-off investor or cash investor where they they have to invest a minimum of 50000 and we manage their funds for them, have quarterly meetings with them and um, let them, you know, ch- tell them their status, what's been going on with their investment portfolio, but they're very hands-off. They're too busy. They're professionals. They don't have time. They've got little kids, whatever it is. Yes. Um, that's yeah. for them. Um, and we have mostly hands-off investors, but we do have a lot of um, people trying to get geared up and learning about tax liens through the portal as well, but they're not in- investing as much because it's typically lower, um, you know, they have, they have, less funds to invest, but they're working up to it. We've kind of attained a goal where we're working towards goals. Um, And so I just have Mm -hmm. them going through the portal so that when they're ready, they can get get in there and get going right away. Yeah, it sounds like that um, some capital is going to be poured into that uh, connectivity of engagement with that information on the portal and looking through by the sounds of the property. And so those property portfolio managers are able to present better offerings to those clients. It sounds like that's where some of that activity is going to be. Is that fair? Yep. Yep. That's absolutely fair. Yes. Wow, Gosh, Melanie. There's so a to, there's a lot. That's a, there's a lot to chew on there, huh? I'm sorry. 
Yeah, that's that's the that's the beauty of podcasts. It can be replayed and replayed and replayed, which is fantastic. So, uh, tell us, how would you prefer someone from our audience who's interested to either contact you personally, because there may be people out there who are saying, "Hey, Melanie, I'm an aspiring single mum who's fallen on hard times, and I like that story, and I like your journey, and I really really relate to your transparency, and I'd just like to reach out and have a probably a bit of a private chat rather than going through the admin through the switchboard." So we'll have we'll have those people in the audience. Um, and we'll also have people who are pretty comfortable to jump into the system and talk to Taxlean Well Solutions. Um, hey, and by the way, don't forget to mention this podcast. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, when you're talking to them, um, how would you prefer people contact you, the people that wish to deal with you directly, for whatever reason that is that we, you know, we don't need to know, but that's their that's their privacy, and we respect that. Uh, and people for contact Taxlean Well Solutions. Okay, so what I did is I had my um, IT team go ahead and create a landing page for podcasts, and it's called taxleanprocess.com. You'll go in there and fill out your information, and Howard will be able to reach out to you guys and communicate with you guys. He is second to none. Um, you can also go to our mother website, which is just taxleanwealthsolutions.com. Um, yep. That is where you can just do it. Contact us. You can just ask questions. Give us a call on the 888 number. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. We've got like 25,000 followers on Taxing Wealth Solutions Facebook page. Sure you have. Um, you can find us any social media outlet. Um, I don't do a lot of Instagram, but we're there. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I okay. think that Taxing Process would be their best bet if they want to have me look at the question. Um, they definitely can send it to Taxing Wealth Solutions as well. But Howard is the one that's going to be working with podcast people that he's scheduled. And you guys will get, you'll, it'll be great for you to go there. And that's where the information will be for you. And that's where a video Fantastic. is as well. Yeah, I ask that because everyone's running their own business, their own life, their own family, their own, uh, and they know what's best for their audience. It's not my job to, to work that through. So I think it's really important to ask people how they would like to deal with the different segments touching the business. Uh, you've got your best processes, your best way of showing respect to those people. So thanks for answering that. Melanie, it's been both an honor and I can tell you an eye-opener co-hosting with you today. Thanks for sharing your insights and experience with our audience. Thank you so much, Lance. If you want my help in any way, shape, or form, go to genmfo.com. That's G-E-N-M-F-O.com and interact. Please share this episode with anyone you care about so that they, like you, can have a pathway to wealth, health, and a legacy. Please leave an episode review at genmfo.podbean.com, Apple or Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app, and subscribe to not miss out on my latest episodes. Until my next episode, remember, if a pathway to wealth, health and a legacy is what you seek, Generational is where you start. Thanks for listening.